This episode of Juice Crew Radio is brought to you by our partners, Try Best, making healthy living easy. Well, welcome. Welcome to Juice Guru Radio. Discover what the magic and power of juicing can do for you. And now, your host, best-selling author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Juice Fasting, Steve Prusak. Hello and welcome to another edition of Juice Guru Radio. I'm your host, Steve Prusak. On today's show, we've got Suzanne Skirlock-Durana. She's the author of the new release, Reclaiming Your Body, Healing from Trauma and Awakening to Your Body's Wisdom. We're going to hear all about that and the great work she's doing. So get sit back, relax, have some water, some juice, some tea. We'll be back right after this with Suzanne Skirlock-Durana. Here's another Juice Guru approved products. Hey there, Juice Guru tribe. If you're anything like us, you want to eat as much raw enzyme rich food as possible. Here at Juice Guru, we choose to use the Sedona Express Dehydrator to create delicious raw food crackers, chips, gourmet nuts, and cookies. Order your own Sedona Express at the Juice Guru tribe discount price by visiting our website at juiceguru.com. The Sedona Express makes healthy living easy. Get one today. Hello and welcome. Welcome to another edition of Juice Crew Radio. I'm Steve. Today we've got Suzanne Skrillek-Durana. Like I said, her new book, Reclaiming Your Body, uh, Healing from Trauma and Awakening to Your Body's Wisdom, and her first book, Full Body Presence, Learning to Listen to Your Body's Wisdom, as one of the world's leading authorities on conscious awareness and transformational impact on its healing process. Suzanne's been empowering people for over 30 years to experience joy in the moment without burning out. She's going to share some of those tools and more on this edition of Juice Crew Radio. Let's welcome right now to the show, Suzanne Skirlock Durana. Mm, thank you, Steve. Well, hi, Suzanne. I mean, you're up to so many things, Suzanne. Thank you for joining us and taking time for your busy schedule to be here today. Yeah, it's fun. I'm glad to be here. Well, let's hear about your book. You know, what led to this, your journey, what, what helped you to go deep and reclaim your body? Well, I have to say that um, my work, uh, I am primarily a craniosacral therapist and instructor of craniosacral therapists. So I come to this work as a body worker. So I put my hands on people a lot. And in the teaching for the last 31 years of craniosacral therapy, I began to work with the energy dynamic that goes on between people and whether you're losing energy, gaining energy in the dynamic in any given situation. So when I was looking at that, um, I began to notice that there were certain skills, there were certain things that we could do or not do that really helped us to fill our inner energy reservoirs and also helped us to have healthy boundaries. So that's where I really, my, my cutting edge is on that piece of how can I create um, for the therapists that I teach, but also for people in general, a world where we are gaining energy from the interactions with the rest of the world as opposed to losing energy. Well, it's interesting you bring that up. I was actually an occupational therapist for 10 years, and I did the level one at Upledger on the craniosacral. So it's it's like, oh, well, I haven't heard that in a long time. And so for those not aware, let's talk about how that works with with what you can gain from um, tapping into how our body speaks to us. Well, number one thing about craniosacral therapy, there's um, there's a particular um, core principle of craniosacral Mm -hmm. therapy that says that each of us, each of our bodies has a cellular wisdom that's and cellular meaning not your phone, but the cells of your body have a wisdom that is absolutely beautiful and unique. And that in any given moment, if you don't have impediments in the way, you can actually ascertain 
what you need and you don't need for your own inner healing, for your best, what's, what's best for you, etc. And in craniosacral therapy, we teach people how to feel the healthy rhythms of the body. We teach them how to feel when things are stuck and not working. And trauma, by the way, is one of the main ways that things get stuck and don't move. And how to return the body to the flow that would give it back its cellular intelligence. So it was with great um, fun and joy that I began to work on this body, re this body of work called Reclaiming Your Body, because we do that as craniosacral therapists, and it is really important to recognize that your body is really your best friend. I mean, it's going to be with you your whole life, right? Well, where are some of the detachments that people are experiencing with, you know, getting in touch with their body's true wisdom, intuition, things like that? Right. So there are probably five different things. Number one, you've got educational things that go on. We're taught that what goes on between our ears is far superior than what goes on below our necks. Number two, we have cultural things. Things speed by us so fast that we have to stay in our heads in order to track things. Number three, we have all the religious things that we're taught growing up. If you grow up in a religion of any kind. Number four, you have the philosophical stuff that goes on, even for meditators, that says the body is a trap. Don't go there. Don't go there. And then the fifth thing is trauma. Trauma and the kinds of things that traumatize us lock us out of the inner navigational system of the body. And that is a huge piece for so many people in today's world because trauma comes from all over the place, big traumas, little traumas, things that have to do with just watching a trauma and being traumatized yourself. Many, many different things cause trauma in today's world. Well, what are some, I mean, I know you go really deep with your trainings and the mm -hmm. book obviously too goes really into this. What are some of the initial things we could do to start, you know, getting more in touch with these areas? So one main thing I say to people is slow down, turn off your phone, Turn off your technology once you've watched this video, right? <laughs> just, just take a moment, slow down, breathe. Pay attention to the sensations in your body. Not the emotions, not your thoughts, but what are the sensations in your body? Is it warm or cool? As you breathe, is it easy or difficult? Is there a sense of spaciousness? Is there a sense of, of compression? Pay attention to sensations. Be curious about them. Pay really a lot of attention to whether you're connected to the earth. The earth is a huge resource for us. The air around us, if it's clean, is an amazing resource for us. The sunlight around us is also a resource if you don't get it in too much, you know, intensity. So there are many things, healthy food, juicing, huge resource for us as human beings. And when people, this is one thing that I see it wasn't, we didn't even, quite honestly, we didn't even grok this 30 years ago when I began teaching craniosacral therapy, that your diet could make a huge difference in how clear your thinking was. So when I began to realize that, I cleaned up my diet like 10, 15 years ago, and then I've proceeded to clean it up more and more and more as I've gone along. So that makes your diet a healing resource or a problem. If you're eating junk food, dead food, like not things that are living and not organic, you know, all of these things are major pieces 
for whether people are truly able to be present or whether we're constantly being pulled in our past stories, into our trauma, into our educational process, into our religious dogma, whatever it is. It keeps us out of the present moment. Yeah, it's interesting that you bring up, you know, turning the phones off, things like that. I've, yeah. We're about to do a juice cleanse. So, you know, we know how important it is to keep the inside clean, but externally, it's really, um, I mean, it's all new when you think about it, the way this, yeah. this digital world is evolving and right. where it's going is a little scary. And so to be aware of all that, how does that play into your work? And, you know, people are getting addicted to this stuff, you know, and it, right. there's a lot of negativity out there too. You know, I just have to laugh because I was just saying to my admin goddess today, geez, Louise, I, I headed out of the house without my cell phone. And 30 seconds later, I was back going, oh, geez, Louise, I forgot my cell phone. Boy, are we addicted to our cell phones. And I mean, absolutely true. So, but here's mm -hmm. the deal. With all of the technology that's going on, we are by and large addicted to staying in contact with what's going on outside of ourselves. All this stuff that's going on outside here is really much more important than what we're feeling inside. So what my work does is it teaches people how to drop inside, how to drop inside. I mean, there's a way in which many people, Ramdas, et cetera, et cetera, have been talking for decades about be here now, be present in this moment. But how do you do that? One of the ways you do it is by dropping inside into your present moment sensations. And that's where my work shines. I, there are many people that have done the philosophical underpinnings of what I teach. I didn't, I mean, I speak about it briefly, but the main thing I teach people is how to go about that. So I teach them to start to be curious rather than judgmental. I teach them to trust what they get. I teach them to feel sensations versus getting lost in emotion. I teach them about the six wisdom areas of the body and what each one of those parts of your body give you in terms of the intelligence of what we know at a cellular level. That's pretty darn important for most people. And yet in our culture, this is not being talked about at all. And that's one of the exciting things because as I'm sharing this information, it's, it's just exploding because people recognize, oh, right. I'm not paying attention to my heart. I'm not paying any attention to my gut. What about my pelvis? What about my bones? How about my feet and legs? You know, all of these different areas and how they collaborate with your prefrontal cortex of your brain. These are such key pieces to pay attention to. You know, Steve, it's really, really important for us as human beings to recognize that we are more than our brain. Yeah? You're listening to Suzanne skirlock Durana right here on Just Grow Radio. She's the author of the new release, Reclaiming Your Body, Healing from Trauma and Awakening to Your Body's Wisdom. Available at bookstores worldwide, Amazon, right? The usual culprit, right, Suzanne? Right. Your book's available everywhere. So, um, and we recommend everyone get a copy. We're going to have a link up at Juice Girl Radio for that. We're going to hear about more of the things she's up to uh, so you can go deeper and tap into all this because it is so important, Suzanne. You know, the thing I was thinking about when, while you were explaining that was information alone doesn't do it. It's the same thing with juicing. We all know we need to eat healthier. We should have a juice every day, a green juice first thing in the morning on an empty stomach. is a great way to start the day. 
but it's not the information alone that does it. And when we talked about Ram Das, when we learned from him um, and the power of now, you know, and things right. like that, it's like, yeah, that sounds great, but how do we do it? And I know you talk about the inner landscape and, and how our body speaks, and you say visually, kinesthetically, auditory. How do we start listening moment by moment? Is that possible? Absolutely. And it can start in the very next moment. So, for instance, you know, you could, right now while you're listening to me, you could close your eyes, you could get really curious about the sensations of breathing for you. You know, just close your eyes and just and pay attention. What's the temperature of the air as you're breathing? It comes in through your nose, travels back through your sinuses, down into your lungs. Feel the sensation of the rise and fall of your chest. Being curious again about how it feels. What's the sensation in this present moment? And you'll notice just with that simple piece that your mind starts to slow down a little bit. It gets out of the driver's seat and now suddenly the temperature of the air, the sensation of the air starts to be what's in the driver's seat of your awareness. And the rhythms of the body are slower and deeper than our mental faculties. That's not bad. It's just different. Mm. Yeah. So that's kind of the first way, you know, we could just slow down. And in our meditations, I guess, if we're, we're going to make a practice out of that, that's a great way to start the day to start tuning in. Absolutely. Absolutely. As long as your meditation takes you into your body and not out of your body. Uh, I had a 17-year daily practice of mm. yoga, many, many years of meditation. This was years ago. And I was doing a particular, fairly famous form of meditation and about two and a half years into it, I'm sitting on my bed doing my mantra for the second time that day for 20 minutes, saying my particular mantra. And all of a sudden, I was no longer in my body. I was actually up on the ceiling, looking down at myself, sitting cross-legged on the bed. And I looked back down and I went, oh, that's the wrong direction. <laughs> I don't want a form of meditation that takes me out of my body. I actually want a form of meditation that takes me to the deep inner recesses of who I am, all the rich resources that are here. And I actually stopped doing that meditation that day and began to look for other forms of meditation that just helped me, that actually helped me to go deeper inwardly into my body, this friend that I have with me my whole life, my body, right? The, yeah. the inner landscape or the inner universe, so to say, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. Is it, right. Yep. We've, we've heard of, of, of uh, within we have our own universe. Isn't that right? Yes. 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 And it's infinite. And the interesting piece is that when you're truly deeply embodied, what begins to happen is it's almost like the, the receiving buttons, like everything you are so much more connected out into the universe than when you live out here, and you're trying to make a connection inward. From the inside out, the receiving buttons naturally open. And you have all the information you could possibly want right there at your beck and call. And the navigational field of your body 
is so accurate with what you need, what you want, all of those different pieces that don't get to us if we just live in our heads alone. What were some of the lessons learned for you as you get into that state or, you know, what, what did you get that inner knowledge? Like you've got to teach the world this, we've got to get a book out. Like how, what were some of the messages that came during those uh, deeper moment, moments for you? Well, I have to say this actually began when I was 17 and I tell the story both in my first book and my second one where I was, I almost died because my gut was telling me that the person I was sitting with, he was a very dear and old friend was something was really off, really off about him that evening. And my linear mind said, oh, he's, he, you know, he's a good buddy. He's like an older brother. You can trust him. He's going to feel like you're impolite if you get up and leave the car and the conversation. And in fact, I ended up being strangled that evening. He was crashing on amphetamines and I didn't know. I mean, I was 17. What would I know about that? But it really taught me to pay attention to my gut. So there's, it was a pretty dramatic, very dramatic lesson that I learned that night. And that once I got beyond the betrayal and the healing work that that took, I really began my edge of, okay, what about these other wisdom areas in the body? Where are they? What do they give us? What are, what are the things that are being conveyed to us all the time by our inner navigational system? That really began to hit home for me. What about second guessing our inner wisdom? Because <laughs> sometimes we'll, we'll ask questions and wonder if we're really on track or if it's some other voice that came from somewhere else. Or, you know, my, my mother's voice is in my head from when I was five kind of thing, you know? Exactly. So your mother's voice in your head from when you were five, very different voice than your gut. That voice from when you were five, it's like, it's always going and it has a charge to it. It'll make you anxious. It'll make you kind of kind of rev up. That gut sense that something's wrong. If I think back on that night when I was 17 and this happened to me, it was just like a very clear signal coming from my gut. Get out of the car. 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 Something isn't right. And I, of course, because it was a, a very clear, soft voice, I, and, and I didn't have any experience in this, I let my mind second guess my gut and I almost died because of it. So this is a really, really key piece for most of us who are highly educated in this world, Steve. Do you know what I'm saying? It's very easy to second guess. And in fact, you may even think you're right to second guess your gut because of course the mind knows more than your gut does. And that's just not true. That's just not true. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that experience led you down a, a life that you don't second guess. Right? You, you, you respond to everything that, that's coming in there, right? Right. And, you know, there's actually a story in my first book about just two years after that experience happened. I, was, I must have been about 19. I would have been about 19. And I was dating a very popular basketball player on campus. It was a very small campus. And I was sitting in a party with him. <coughs> I think it was our first date, maybe our second date. And I suddenly began to have that same queasy feeling in my gut that I had had with this other friend. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm listening to it this time. And I got up and left the party. I made an excuse that I needed to go to the bathroom. And I left. I just left. I went back to my room. I didn't think twice about it. And later, after that experience, I heard from another of other women on campus 
that he was getting a reputation as date raping people. And at that point I went, whoa, okay, thank you, God. I got it. I will never, ever bypass what you're telling me ever again. And I haven't. I really haven't. I really listened to that part of me. Now you yeah. talk about driving the bus on our awareness, like the left brain, the logical mind versus the intuitive right brain and your senses. How, how, does, how does that come into your teachings and how can we learn more about who's in control of our awareness? You know, um, one of the things that is very interesting to look at is how the body, the sensations of the body, all the different wisdom areas of the body actually provide us with information that goes to our prefrontal cortex and allows us to strategize and create maps and make choices that are very, very, very important that yes, they have to do with the left and the right brain, but they also just have to do with listening to the wisdom areas of your body and letting your prefrontal cortex use that information in an integrated way. In fact, I talk about that in my book that, that the brain is not the king. It's actually meant to be a really important committee member, but not without the other areas of our body and the wisdom from those areas. Yeah. Well, we're really excited about showing others in our community how to go deeper with your trainings. I know you've got something coming up with the Shift Network. I was lucky to pr um, produce one of their summits a few years ago on health and eating. And, uh -huh. uh, and you've got an event coming up with them too. And we're going to have a link for that in the uh, Juice Guru community website and on, on the show notes for this show. But can you talk a little about the event you've got coming up? Well, it's actually very exciting because it is a, a seven module. There's a number one, there's a free event that they have going on right now that I'm sure you will have an invitation to on your website. And then mm -hmm. beyond that, they have a seven module program where we go into each of the different wisdom areas of the body. And we also go into the five body myths. Why am I not listening to these wisdom areas in my body? There's some very clear things that happen for us body-wise that keep us out of our wisdom. And so that is, we're going to be starting with that. What are the, what are the five body myths that get in our way? And then we're Wisdom area by wisdom area by wisdom area, we're going to go through all the six wisdom areas of the body and talk about how to reclaim them. How do I come home to the inspiration in my heart? How do I really start to trust my, uh, my gut hunches? How do I activate my pelvic engine like, so that I really have the fuel and the energy for what inspires me in my heart? How do I how do I really get my feet and legs moving so that I can really activate what I want in my world? How do I drop back into my bones and feel very deeply centered inside so that things get clear for me and not confusing, but steady and clear. And then all of that connecting with the prefrontal cortex in the brain. We're going to be talking about all of those things in that seven-week program. And I would welcome any of your listeners and, uh, to that. Yeah. Well, it sounds awesome. And we're going to have a link for that under the show notes. And if you're in the academy, you'll have a link for that too. So thank you for this offering. This is really exciting. And you're going to get this out to tens of thousands of people. I know you've got lots of people that are signed up. And congratulations yep. on that. Yeah, we do actually have about 12,000 people signed up right now. So, 
So congrats. Yeah, this is really amazing that so many people are going to tap into all this. Um, before we uh, end the radio show portion of this, we will take some questions from the Juice Guru Academy. We've got some people behind the stage here from JuiceGuruAcademy.com. And uh, before we do that, though, Suzanne, anything to share that we didn't touch on during the interview uh, to our listeners and viewers who are looking to gain more wisdom from their body, looking to go deeper with this, any final words of advice or wisdom that we can tap into and share right now? You know, I just have a very short quote from the book that I really, I love to read. It's called The Most Important Relationship in Your Body. Your relationships with other people throughout your lifetime, with your parents, spouses, children, friends, and teachers, will shift as time passes and situations change. As long as you are alive, however, your body is always with you. It is so beneficial to have a strong, deep, intimate relationship with your own unique physical self. Your body is designed to guide you, keep you safe, and bring you full vitality and pleasure. It's the vehicle through which you create and manifest your thoughts and dreams into reality. In this book, you'll discover how establishing and nurturing a healthy relationship with your body will allow you to reclaim lost parts of yourself, tap into your body's wisdom, and better navigate your life. Suzanne Skrillek-Durana, thank you so much for being on Juice Guru Radio and the great work you're doing. Phenomenal. Thank you for having It's great connecting with you. I'm Steve Prusak, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Juice Guru Radio. Find out more about us at juiceguru.com. Until next time, get your juice on.